0: Hi guys, it's Colleen with Getting Down to Digital. Welcome. Welcome back to some of you. We have our favorite guest who is more of a mainstay anymore. She's our heart, our rock. Hannah. Hello everyone. Yay. How
1: are you today? I'm good. Just chilling, doing work, apartment hunting. Nice. Are you finding some
0: goodies or...
1: Yeah, I am. I found some pretty good ones. Have some tours lined up. Hopefully they are good. Really
0: cool. Keep us posted. Thanks. I will. Great. I'm good too. Uneventful hump day. It's Wednesday. I don't know when this will go out. I don't know if we're allowed to reference dates, but yeah. It will go out on a Monday, but (laughs) everyone will know we're recording on hump day. (laughs) Right. All right. So happy Monday. (laughs) Um, Otherwise, but today we have a great topic that many of us are always kind of thinking about these days, especially in our lives in 2021. And Hannah has organized us. And today we're talking about tips for managing your social media presence. And as we like to start out with something positive, I think this TED Talk quote by a digital intelligence analyst, Paul Papa (laughs) Dimitrio, which I'm sure I should be saying a lot better because I did go to his website and he's an amazing, amazing analyst. But he says, digital behavior is just a replication of human behavior. So I think sometimes we can really get overwhelmed, or I know I can personally, about social media. I think when I talk to my clients, they're like, oh, I don't want to get on social media. You handle it, blah, blah, blah. And there's this ideation of it's overwhelming, or it's really hard to navigate, or just it seems kind of hard to do for small business owners. And I thought this quote by Paul was kind of a motivator and really helpful. It is just a replication of human behavior. And anymore, we don't have a choice on whether we do social media. What we really need to be thinking about is how well we do it. So it's not that we can afford to be off Facebook or afford to be off Instagram. We now just have to really do a great job of connecting with users and using it as a platform to bring people together. So I wanted to start with that and have it be um, a really positive tool that can help you for your business and connect with folks. I think we can kind of boot scoot, get started. Hannah has us going through some tips. So you're probably at the stage, guys, where you are on social media for your business. Let's say you're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you're hopping on this podcast to see how you can help manage all of the platforms that you're working on. So for me personally, I got off most social media and I play around on Pinterest for my workouts. Hannah, how do you utilize social media for your personal life?
1: I use use social media, honestly, not as much as I used to. I think I was more into it in high school, than college now I just kind of am connected to people I went to high school with or Mm -hmm. ones I'm in college with, but I don't. Often post. I do go in and look at people's posts and engage when I can, depending on how close I am to them. I use it primarily just to check up on people, not for really much else other than that. I do like occasionally going on Pinterest and I have Snapchat, but I was never huge on Facebook, never hopped on the TikTok train. I just have no interest for that. And Twitter I've never been into. So, yeah, I honestly don't think I use as much social media as the average 22-year-old.
0: Yeah, and it's I think we are probably a rarity because in our research prepping for this podcast, we found that 68% of U.S. adults are actually just Facebook users, Facebook alone, 68% of people. So that's more than half. I'm no math wizard, but (laughs) that's a lot of people, and there are a ton of people On social media every day. In fact, people, it says people spend an average, besides us, Hannah, because we work Mm -hmm. in social media, uh, people spend an average of two hours and 22 minutes every day. This is a perfect topic because people are on there and they are looking to interact with businesses, friends, everybody. Let's get started using a social scheduling tool (laughs) like Hootsuite. Hannah, do you want to talk about Hootsuite or? Yeah,
1: I was introduced to Hootsuite my first round here at Upright and I didn't really use it before, but it's honestly such a great concept to be able to mass schedule three to six months worth of posts and then not having to worry about them. The only thing I would say is a drawback of Hootsuite specifically is you can't schedule Google My Business posts through Hootsuite, right? Right, right. But it's nice having LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook. Those are the prime and Instagram, right? Correct. Primary social platforms we use Hootsuite for. It's nice to have those scheduled and then just having to go in and Google My Business and make a post. So it does definitely simplify things and makes it a lot easier on our end. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it so far.
0: Yeah. Hootsuite is definitely our go-to. I think you can get three accounts free and then any more than that, you do have to pay. So we've got a couple accounts for our businesses that are paid, but Hootsuite offers in our next topic is tracking. It shows you tons of information on how you're posted, how the channel itself is doing You can also do tracking URLs like Google Analytics. You can have them be Owly, I think, O-W dot L-Y, I think is the service that Hootsuite uses that you can track how well your social post is doing and how often it's being clicked on. So it's kind of a one spot shop for social media. You can do anything and everything. I think, can't you create or even edit your (laughs) images now?
1: Oh, I feel like I was thinking Canva because Canva you can schedule posts now. But who too maybe.
0: Yeah, but they're all working together is my point. And you mm. excitedly shook your head like, Oh yeah, yeah, Canva does that, which we'll touch upon here in a little bit. But Hootsuite isn't just a scheduling tool. It really allows you to learn how well you're doing and see and manage a ton of networks and be alerted. Like even on the dashboard, when we have a client that we check their social media to make sure that they address all of their comments, there's an area for that to show you a running feed of all the tagged comments you're in so it's a really great place to be
1: yeah and something cool about Hootsuite specifically is that I make tire dealer twitter posts and you can upload a excel cvs file to schedule which I think is really interesting rather than going individually in and making twitter posts that way just mass schedule it in one go
0: yes absolutely it's very cool good point That leads into our next bullet, which I think was analytics, which we kind of touched on because that is imperative. I think I found that Wednesday between the hours of 11 and 2, it is the best time to post on social media So something like that, you would find in your analytics, in your Google analytics, you would see if, and that's something you would test, you know, you can have a lot of fun saying is Wednesday between 11 and two really the best time or are my people on LinkedIn checking up on Monday morning at 9am. And that's when the readability is the best. So That is something that you guys definitely want to play around with is the time and the hashtags and and all that good stuff that you can track. And
1: something cool on Google Analytics is you can set tracking on specific URLs. So if you want to see how many people are coming from LinkedIn, you can set URL tracking in Google Analytics and it can show you how many people have clicked in through LinkedIn to the website which I think is really interesting to see in terms of knowing like, oh, is my social media when I have those call to actions to the website, are they really bringing in traffic to my website? And that's just a really cool tool to utilize and gain some validation that your social posts are working.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we also touched upon spelling, which is everybody's uh moment. You know, we all make spelling mistakes and post things that could use better grammar or whatever. And Hannah and I rely on each other a ton to make sure even when we're sending out important emails, which every email is important, but some have even more important. So we'll We'll share that with each other. But if you don't have a coworker or buddy, friend checking for spelling or grammar, consider a tool like Grammarly, Grammarly grammarly.com, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L y.com and it offers you grammar check opportunities. So uh, a coworker of ours who has since moved on to own her own SEO business, which is super cool, she would rely a lot on Grammarly. That is very important that you're representing your business and, and not having spelling mistakes all the time, right?
1: Yeah, I've used Grammarly since I started college just for papers, too. Really? Yeah. So I've always had it like downloaded in my browser. And okay. it's really it's really helpful. I always I still kind of double check. And sometimes I do ignore what they ask me to do. If something like, <laughs> I'm writing that way because it's my style or something like that, I ignore uh-huh. them. But their suggestions are 95% accurate, I would say. Usually I'm like, okay, I'll go with that suggestion. Yeah, really cool. Good feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And something else is having that other coworker double check is great to make sure your messaging is right in terms of you're not saying something your company doesn't actually do or it's coming off rude or just off brand. That's something really important too. Yeah. Just have that second eye. Hey, we actually don't do that. Maybe you should take that out or, oh, we actually do this. Maybe you can change this around to reword it like that. So I think that's really helpful too, not just for grammar and spelling, but make sure your brand is being represented accurately.
0: Right. And that would lead into when you do go and post these things, how important is it to reply to the comments that you get? Or if people are asking questions, they're saying that answering a complaint on social media, according to Convince and Convert, can increase customer advocacy by 25%. It also says that 79% of consumers expect brands to respond within a day of reaching out over social media, the Sprout social, which is a competitor of Hootsuite, I believe. So that's another one to check out guys, if you are looking for a different platform, but Sprout social says that brands are actually responding less than 25% in that time frame, So it's a lot lower and that's where you can shine. So reply, quickly and often. But Hannah, do you have any best tips and any kind of go to's that you recommend when it comes to replying or kind of cross connecting? How do you recommend that for people?
1: Yeah, I recommend always replying to comments to some extent, whether it's liking the comment or actually responding to it, as well as making social posts that ask questions to Mm -hmm. your followers, or you can even follow and like content from other profiles. If you have other users you're interested in, go ahead and follow them and engage with them as well. And then you can do something more fun if you're more I'd say more B to C, maybe host a giveaway on socials and ask for engagement. You can ask them if you like the picture and tag a friend, you'll be entered into this $10 gift card giveaway or something like that. That's an easy way to ask for engagement, but also being able to give something in return. And then they also make social media message boxes. I think you can do that. You're talking about that in Hootsuite, where you can see all the engagement coming in and you can respond directly from a message box. Mm -hmm. So that's also an option if you don't want to necessarily go to each of your social profiles and check for engagement to have an aggregator like that. I think that would make things a lot simpler for you.
0: Yeah, really smart. Yeah, because it is hard. I had referenced earlier, we have a client that we check weekly to make sure that they're catching all of their comments. It's very hard. If you don't set, for instance, Google Alerts is really cool. If you're maybe a larger organization, you could set up a Google Alert to alert you when your company is referenced. And that can help you make sure you're catching all of the references to your business and all those comments and replies. But it's definitely important to comment and then think I definitely have utilized social media lately you know checking on a place before I get there for COVID changes because that gives me anxiety Mm -hmm. Uh, like parking or whatever and you see if somebody asks (laughs) oh my god (laughs) we're talking about this (laughs) Dang thing again. <laughs> Hannah, I funny. love that that's the
1: first thing you talk about with you said COVID changes and then parking. That wouldn't be
0: the thing I would go to. Right? Masks? Whatever. What the hell ever? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, funny side note. I went shopping with my little yesterday from big brother, big sister. And I have a little who's perfect and darling. And we (laughs) went shopping and we were at Claire's, which is a store for anybody, but it's specifically catered towards young girls, I think. And we were there and I asked my little, if she would be interested in a face mask and I didn't know where they were in the store. So I was like, do you guys have any masks? And then I was like, As in, you know, strawberry acid peel, which a child, an eight-year-old wouldn't (laughs) want. But anyways, you get it. So I had to differentiate, not a face mask for COVID stuff. Anyways, but yeah, parking gives me anxiety. So I've been on... wrapping us back. I've been on social media to check stuff like that and I'll see a comment and nobody's responded. And I'm like, come on. So I may not even go to that business if they don't readily address important questions to me. So they may have lost a customer. I'm not that (laughs) scary or threatening. I probably still show (laughs) up, but that is, it's important. You can lose folks if you don't reply or comment. Okay. Enough about me then when it comes to images hannah please Mm
1: -hmm. chatter about
0: canva because this is your first yes i am very passionate about quality
1: images but also canva and really anything graphic design and i would say images are so important especially high quality images i cannot count the number of times i get really bad images And it just frustrates me having to like make a social post that visually looks good with a low quality image. So I think that's extremely imperative if you have the budget or even if you invest in stock photos, Mm -hmm. that could work too. But just be sure that you are picking out high quality images to share on social media, which kind of leads us to high quality images being more effective and grabbing the attention of social media users. And I think that's why I like mm-hmm. Instagram is the pictures and the images. I'm drawn to that and I'm more likely to stop if I see a really good picture. So that's what I have to say. I'm doing a Photoshop class right now, Photoshop Illustrator and InDesign, and cool. there's They're not as easy as Canva. Like Canva might not be as graphic design notable, but I think it's also just much more user-friendly. The fact that they have images available if you pay for their full service, they have a database of images. They can make GIFs, so you can make moving images too. Yeah, and and posters
0: and videos. Like you could do anything in and there. schedule
1: posts now we haven't used that but you can schedule posts as well and then also have a team so you can have your team members come in and view your photos if it's in there
0: right like yeah. hannah's a paid account and i am a team mm-hmm. member on that yeah. account <laughs> right yes. I can utilize the paid stuff too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have a very big passion for design and photography. I know Hannah has some really beautiful photos that her photographer friend takes of Hannah and has over the years. And that is really special. And actually not too long ago, our boss referenced using Hannah for a graphic. And he said that she has a lot of talent in that. Hannah really knows her way around images. And would you recommend for free images like pixabay.com? Unsplash.com is honestly my favorite.
1: Mm Unsplash.com. That one's really good. I use pixabay for more kind of, I guess, animated graphical images. But I think Unsplash has better quality images in terms if you want like camera. Sure. I think they're really good. And yeah, those are my primary ones, but also I think Canva has a solid database of images because I think they
0: pull from Pixabay and other image sites too. Yeah. And even under the free, which I am under Mm -hmm. the free, you have a ton of image selections. And then when you hop over to our paid account, there are so many. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It would be worth that investment alone because you can use them anywhere, I mean, don't even think about social media. You can use them for a printout. I know things aren't being (laughs) printed. (laughs) (laughs)
1: For for you, they are being printed. (laughs) Like a banner, right. A ebook. Thank you, Hannah. Right. Websites even if I think you can use we haven't really used any images on websites, but Yeah, yeah, like a blog. Yeah, like blog images. Uh, yeah, those are really useful tools for sure.
0: Yeah. 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 So that's Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com, Unsplash, Pixabay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some good stuff, but that is a very good point. High quality images are crucial. Mm-hmm. So then when you have scheduled it, you have posted it with one congruent kind of persona and then you have this beautiful image and the social post is live. What do you do next? You have employees share it. How does that work? So I personally
1: on a few of our clients will go in specifically on LinkedIn and I will log in as their personal account, and I would just Mm -hmm. share the company post. And that just helps to get the engagement or even the impressions from the connections that the owner or one of the employees might have that aren't following the company page. Mm -hmm. So it's just another good way to do that. And we've generated more website visits from sharing on personal LinkedIn So I think that's just a really easy way to do it. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have access to your employees, maybe just send a internal newsletter, reminding them, Hey, if you want to share our social posts, that'd be really helpful. And I think people are willing to share for the most part, if they really believe in your company and believe in whatever the post is about. And it's super easy.
0: Yeah. And that's same with Facebook groups. That's really big. We have tire dealers who in a Facebook group, like Linda, Sylvia, will be talking about a car repair place that they're interested in. And then Courtney comes over and says, oh, check out Merrimack Auto Center. I'm in Merrimack, New Hampshire. There's your plug, Chad. If you're listening, it's very helpful when you have the united front. Then our last item is custom branding if applicable. Again, this goes in with Hannah's comment about the visual. Uh, It's all visual. I mean, we're visual creatures in general. Social media is visual. Absolutely, 100%. So if you are branding, you want your colors to be the same. You want your font to be similar. You want your logo to maybe always be in like a watermark format on all your images or in the lower left-hand corner or whatever it's important that not only do you get the same personality and the same voice across social networks, but you also need to have your visual branding in the same way too. We're having some, not technical Technical. difficulties, but (laughs) whatever. (laughs) That's everybody's lives anymore. So we'll, we'll end it here, but guys, please let us know, (laughs) reach out to us on social media. So timely of us to say, Reach out on social media and let us know if you have experience with platforms, tools, anything that you want to uh, let our users and us know about. That would be great. Otherwise, we hope you have a fantastic week and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.